0: Hey, this is Milan Milan. So we're here, right, for Revelation 6. Now, Revelation 6 is starting to talk about the seals that are being broken. In the chapter 6, there are only 6 that are broken. Because they're going to be like a small, uh, you could say intermission, right? And before they get to the 7th seal that's broken... And so it's not going to be in Revelation 6. But just understand it's the first six seals. These um, is the, This is the tribulation, right? And I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> Whew, but um, let's just get into this, all right? The first seal. This is the conqueror, right? Now I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, come and see. And I looked and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow and a crown was given to him and he went out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the seal, I heard the second living creature saying come and see another horse fiery red went out and it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another and there was given to him a great sword. When he opened the third seal I heard the third living creature say come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse, and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a denarius, and three quarts of barley for a denarius, and do not harm the oil and the wine." When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the four living creatures saying, Come and see. So I looked and behold a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it was death. And Hades followed with him and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death and by the beast of the earth. When he opened the fifth seal, I saw... Under the altar the souls of those who have been slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held. And they cried with a loud voice, saying, How long, O Lord, holy and true, until you judge and avenge our blood on these who dwell on the earth? Then a white robe was given to each of them, and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer. Until both the number of their fellow servants and their brethren, who would be killed as they were, were completed. I looked when he opened the sixth seal, and behold, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became like blood, and the stars of heaven fell to the earth as a fig tree drops its late figs when it is shaken by a mighty wind. Then the sky receded as a scroll when it is rolled up and every mountain and island was moved out of its place. And the kings of the earth, the great men, the rich men, the commanders, the mighty men, every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains. And said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath has come and who is able to stand? So. We're here at the end of the six seals. And speaking of the great day of the Lord, in Malachi 4, it literally talks about the great day of God. And I'm just going to read this to you. And then we're going to get right into breaking down um, the six seals. Malachi 4 says, Behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who do wickedly, will be stubble, and the day which is coming shall burn them up, says the Lord of hosts, that will leave them neither root nor branch. But you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings, and you shall go out, And grow fat like stall-fed calves. You shall trample the wicked. For they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. On the day that I do this, says the Lord of hosts, Remember the law of Moses, my servant, Which I commanded him in Oreb for all Israel, With the statutes and judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the lord and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers lest i come and strike the earth with a curse so you guys it's plenty of literal messages in our bible before the great day right of the lord so breaking down these seals the first seal right is the conqueror so i'm gonna say yeah it's not real right like he's not a real conqueror he looks like it if you if you notice, he doesn't even have like an arrow with his bow, so it's a false um, type of "Oh, I'm here. If things gonna be good, right?" Um, and I would say that is the Antichrist. And if you notice, Satan literally imitates our God every every chance he gets from rising back up in three days right like because you'll see where it is something like we'll get to it um where he basically heals from what seemed to be like a fatal wound right how our father rose i'm sorry our um jesus rose in three days so okay um right here him coming on a white horse honestly when we get to revelation 19 if we get to revelation 19 he comes on a horse and behind him is all of us right so always trying to imitate and this is him what he do best he's not a creator right he's not original he can't like this he just imitates so that's him Second seal, which is the conflict on the earth. So basically, when the second seal is open, um, it is, is people, it says, and that they should kill one another. They are literally on this earth trying to kill each other. There is not going to be no peace. Peace is not something that will exist. Okay, Conflict. People literally are going to want to kill one another. They will be killing one another according to this verse. And everything in the Bible is true. Amen. So no peace on the earth. Third seal, scarcity on the earth. So there is going to be less and less like food, right? Nothing hardly for anybody to eat. You say... You talk about when it says a pair of scales in his hand. I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying a quart of wheat for Denarius. Like it's going to be inflation like no other. Right. And I get it. People don't even want to say we are in a recession right now. I say, yeah, we are. We are. And it, it. not and just so that you know, and this is only for you to understand the times we in, and for you to understand that hey, that day is approaching. Is the reason I'm bringing it up. The feds literally just rose the percentage, like they just did another tax hike. Okay, just go study that. Go look into that. It's it's not good. And um they refuse to say that we're in a recession, but we are like anybody with eyes can see, we are in a recession right now. The fourth seal is basically widespread death that is on the earth. So during the fourth seal, it says, and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword with hunger, with death. And by the beasts of the earth, so people are going to be dying by killing one another with hunger because of starvation. Like just think about the previous um, verses. The uh, the um, inflation was super high. A lot of people are not going to be able to afford to eat. So now here we go in the next one, the fourth seal, where people are going to be dying because they're hungry, dying with death right and dying by the beast of the earth the animals of the earth they're literally going to be dying okay and i understand things are bad now but understand that this is the tribulation the tribulation is going to be like no other time ever before okay so yeah they bad now but it's going to be way worse come the tribulation The fifth seal is to cry of the martyrs, the ones who have been killed for their faith. They're literally asking our God, how long, O Lord, holy and true until you judge and avenge our blood on these who dwell on the earth. Right. But what did our father do? What did he do? A white robe was given to each of them and it was said to them that they should rest a little while longer until the number both the number of their fellow servants and the brethren who would be killed as they were was completed so we're in heaven and then you got the cry of the martyrs right they're now in heaven because just read they were given white robes But I feel like at this point, we're only at the sixth seal, and you know it's three sets of judgments, and we're literally on the first one. Ending of the first one, but still just the first one. So you got two whole sets still coming, right, in the next chapters. <laughs> I, could, I could see this as saying, we're tired, Father, we're tired. How much longer, right? How much longer is this going to happen? How much longer before um, you go and, and, and um, avenge us, right? Before, before this all comes to an end. <laughs> but because our Father is long-suffering for not any one of us to perish... Literally, they're going to be angels that we read about, God willing. They're going to be angels that we read about that are literally spreading the gospel during the tribulation. So we're ready. We're ready. We're done. We're over it. Right. And our father is like, just hold on. Just hold on. So then it gets to the sixth seal, which is the cosmic disturbances, right? So the sixth seal was open and behold, there was a great earthquake. The sun became black as sackcloth of hair. The moon became like blood and the stars fell to the earth. There are going to be some things that happen during the tribulation. Well, this will occur and and I don't know if people know, I don't know if there will be some that will be saved. The Bible doesn't say a number of how many will be saved right from the tribulation, but there will be some that will be saved, and hopefully those who are saved, they read this and say okay this is the sixth seal but there are cosmic disturbances um on the earth and then it goes further to say the kings of the earth the great men the rich men the commanders the mighty men every slave and every free man hid themselves in the caves and in the rocks of the mountains and said to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. So they know there are people that know like right now know what they're doing is evil. And they won't repent. So there are going to be people in the tribulation that know. And after all of the fifth seals have been broken, boom, here go the sixth seal being broken. And they're still not repenting. They're like, just hide us. As if you could. But that's what they're saying. Just hide us from him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Right? Instead of just repenting. Instead of just saying, you know, my way hasn't been right and and repent, um, uh, repent from their sins and come to Christ and fully accept what he did on the cross for us. I don't know why some people's hearts are just hardened. Some people just want to be right. Some people really think. Like Satan got them really fooled that they could take God. Because we have yet to get to the battle of Armageddon in the tribulation, right? But that day is coming. And who do you think they made of? It's made of men who Satan was able to trick um, just like he did Eve in the garden. That they could be as knowledgeable. They are prideful. They believe that they somehow can be God. It's laughable, but at the same time, it breaks my heart. Because men can be foolish. Like, why won't they just give their life to God? Right. We, I, I could easily say that. Right. Being someone who has done so. But clearly, when you look at your life and you see that, you know, you you haven't you are not perfect. You haven't created anything, even if you're a parent. What what your children and and understand that that is still because of God right because not everyone that has a womb can carry so we got to understand the blessings that we have in this life you're not smarter than the creator um, he literally is life he gives you life because he is gracious he's long-suffering He doesn't wish that anyone would perish and go to hell. He gave us free will to fully accept him. He died for all our sins, the past, the present, and the future sins. He's patient. He truly loves you like he died on the cross for you. He knew that we needed atonement. That's why he's the sacrificial lamb. Sin, the the penalty for sin is death. So we should die when we do something that is sinful. And let's face it, we all do something sinful every day. Because ain't none of us perfect. Now, I'm not saying you live a life sin-led. What I'm saying is... Let me take it back some do but there are some who have given their life to christ and because we understand that we are not perfect we will stumble we don't live a sinful life we stumble but we repent and we ask our father to continue to lead us to continue to guide us and do better but none of us are perfect So if there's anyone who has not accepted Christ, understand that these days are like coming to an end. These truly are the last days. When you study Bible prophecy and you see um, all of the prophetic events that are occurring. I'm actually going to make a second video, a second video, a second recording (laughs) podcast for that because... It's been heavy on my heart for a couple of days. And I'm just... I'm going to get this out. I'm going to get it out. But I had to get out this study. And I do believe that the Lord is um, having it for me to get it out to you sooner. So, more than likely, you're going to be hearing... um, more verses and not waiting until next Saturday I'm gonna pray more about it but I feel that's what I'm supposed to do but let's let me give you these verses this is um some salvation verses right it's in Romans 10 and it starts at nine It says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and And Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Says, shall be saved. Our God is so good he's so good he is so so good time is short please get to know him before you get left behind I don't know how else to say it I will be doing a second um little recording and it's just gonna be um going into some stuff we'll talk about it on that recording i love you guys i really do get in your bibles this is the word his word is the final authoritative word of god right These love letters are meant to be read daily. Talk to him daily, not just when you feel like your back is against the wall, but every day. When you're in a good mood, when you're not in such of a good mood, when you're confused, when you're struggling with sin, don't run from him, run to him. He's always, always listening and he is always there. He is ever so patient. Go to him with a humble heart, a repentant heart and allow him to lead you and to guide you into all truth. Until next time. Shalom.